Welcome to the North America Podcast. Today, our hosts are me, Krista Mayfield, and Gabriel Gomez. We will be asking each other questions about our topics. Mine is pollution in Mexico, and Gabriel's is droughts in the United States. I'll be going first. Gabriel? How did Mexico become so polluted? Well, the polluted air of Mexico cities and towns were thought to cause around 1,000 deaths and 35,000 hospitalizations every year. It became polluted from trash and smog in the air. What is Mexico's most polluted city? Mexico City, Guadalajara, Ciudad Juarez are the most polluted, with Mexico City's air quality being among the worst in the world. Does Mexico have clean water? The efficiency and quality of the water and sanitization services vary much widely, to a large extent reflecting different levels of development across the country. On the average, the level of non-revenue water in Mexico in 2011 was 38% according to M or IMTA and 47% according to Kangwawa, almost twice as high as for well-run utilities. What percent of Mexico's population has decreased from the conditions of its cities and towns? About 1% of Mexico's population has decreased over the past few years from its many various conditions. This can include decreasing from death, and the, do- the causes of death would be hydration, like, you know, dehydration, and smog can affect the lungs, so that could kill you very easily. And trash, you know, little kids running around in the street, trash that could easily kill you, you know, you know, one little cut from glass can make you bleed enough. So at least 1% of Mexico's population has decreased from its conditions in Mexico City. When you first heard about your topic, how did you feel about it? Well, Gabriel, I felt kind of interested to learn more about Mexico and its pollution because I'd heard very many things about Mexico. My grandmother once went there for school, and so she also kind of told me a few things about how it was kind of a dirty place, but at the same time, it is a different country. It's not like here in the United States. They have different laws and conditions, and so it is pretty interesting to get to learn about it. And now we will be moving on, and I will be asking Gabriel about his topic. All right, Gabriel. So now I will be asking you about your questions for your topic. Okay. How have droughts affected the United States over the years? They are ruining crops, and they're affecting how water is going and flowing through the United States. Um, And people don't have water to drink and they won't have vegetables to grow because they will the farmers will lose money and efficiency and this can ruin the economy of the united states correct and yes and the environment too it can affect almost everything i mean think about it animals will die off too if there's not enough crops to feed them so and i see your no point water. especially water because while we can last a few weeks without food we cannot last a few weeks without water if we go more than three weeks without water humans will die uh, I will be asking you another question, all right? Okay. Okay, so are we doing anything here in the U.S. to to better stop the damage from the droughts that we've been having over the years? Yes, we are. We actually... I've heard something about aquifers in yeah, the United the aquifer, States. They, they save the water. They put the water in the aquifer and they save it. It's not exactly the cleanliest water, but it can go through purifiers, which can clean it. At least that's what I've heard. Yes. And then uh, I heard something about irrigation as well. Can you elaborate on that? 
where they move water from one place to another? Yes, they do some they do move water from one place to another. I guess That's aquifers when, do that too, so it kind of falls under the same thing. Do that. Uh, why do these droughts occur, though? That is uh, a big question here. It is because of the change in the weather and how, like, the we- that's when the sun's out and, like, how the weather moves and how the, me- the weather works. And it changes, like, how... How the water flows. And- how the water flows throughout the United States. Ah, yes. I remember last year in Texas, we had a pretty big drought, and they were keeping us here in San Antonio from using our water. It wasn't very fun because we didn't really get to have much fun outside. And it was to conserve whatever water we had left. And I can see why. I mean, it's a very big deal. And uh, finally, what medical issues do occur to the drought, speaking of it being a big deal? Uh, dehydration. Some people have headaches, low blood pressure. That is really bad. And heat strokes. People have heat strokes because there is no water. They can't drink water. And so they end up having a lot of medical issues. Like I said, headaches, dehydration, low blood pressure, and heat strokes. People, a lot of people have that now and then. Now and then. And a lot of people also get put in the hospital because of this, right? Yes, because of low, especially because of low blood pressure, they get put in the hospital because of that. And heat strokes as well. Heat strokes are a very big deal, and they're very yes. hard to deal with. And um, let me ask you another question. When you first heard about your topic, how did it make you feel? Um, it, may, it like I said, it it made me feel like more interested on how droughts occur and work in the United States and what. Like, things how they affect the environment and how they affect people too so maybe more interested on how droughts occur it's hmm, very interesting well that is all the time we have for today ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to our podcast and we will all see you in the next episode